gentlemen, how are we all doing? Are we all okay? Good, Johnny. Yeah, so, good, thank you. Great stuff. Uh, so we've got Flanners on this evening. I just wanted, it looks as if the First Division is bubbling away quite nicely. And uh, Flanners and uh, the good people of Kilmarnock are, looks as if they're in with a bit of a shout, especially given the fact that uh, Greenock lost some points at the weekend. So we'll touch on that. So it was uh, another interesting set of results in the Premiership. Dumfries just didn't just didn't pitch up. It looked like against Presswick. Presswick steamrollered them, gathering some momentum again. Kelburn just weren't at the plate. Uh, Fergus Lee, three down, 147, did it in jig time. Sterling, I do struggle. I do struggle with Sterling. Um, that's that's two in the bounce that they've lost. Clydesdale made 166 off 30 overs in jig time. Uh, West have gone on the slide again. And uh, Adi, no match for Adi. And uh, Air, Air just bubbling along nicely uh, with Langside. I think now with Langside losing that, it's certainly a three from two. Kelburn are pretty much their home and host as far as their relegation is concerned. And uh, I guess it's between them and Langside. So I tell you, let's have a running order. We'll speak to Brian first and then Mike will uh, shoehorn some Scottish Cup stuff in. That's Fraser just coming on now, so I'll, I'll admit him into the room. And then Flanners will take you, you can take us through the first division and uh, give us a little bit of an insight as to what's happening there. So, Brian, I watched some of it on the Frog Box and I think looking at it, West flattered at 182. I mean, it could have been so, so much worse for them. Uh, They were nine down for quite, well, nine down for about 130 or so. Uh, uh, Yes, a a very good um, partnership between... Um, Gav Smith and Dutz, which I don't know if I've ever seen Gav back that long, but he, he just, <laughs> he just plodded on, you know, he just yeah. sort of almost sheet anchor role, um, and they they just manipulated it really. Um, I think by that stage we were quite happy to protect boundaries and mm-hmm. and just see out the innings, you know, that that way we just thought, well, let's manage this, and you know they're not they're not hurting us, so if they bat fifty overs, they bat fifty overs, we'd love to hold them out sooner, obviously, but. Um, Threatened to to kick on, but we just kept losing wickets through the innings. Um, too, too aggressive. I, I saw Johnny Oliver's shot. That seemed to be a, a strange shot. Think, just wafted it down mid on. I I think Jolly was too tired to be honest with you. He was saying he had a delayed flight and, and never get into the early hours on Saturday morning. So the poor fella was was running in empty, you know. But Humes. um, I think everyone sort of looked good and and it. Just never kicked on. Uh-huh. Um, you know the the two the two boys look the Colgans look look really really good players. Um, I think both get decent balls to be honest with you. Um, and apologies, I can never tell the difference between. I think it was Tom that got out to um, our lefty, and I think it was Joe that got out to Awes. Yes, Awes bowled a skidder um, up the hill. Yeah, he tried to pick it up, didn't he? I think he must have... Uh, tried to pick it up and, and Tom got a real good one from the lefty who, who's Zeeshan's really, really made a difference for the second half of the season. Yeah. And, and so, we, aye, it was one of those stuttering innings. Youngie looked great, but without any real support, you know, mm-hmm. so he's trying to manage the strike a wee bit and, and sort of pick his areas where he can hit boundaries, but 
kind of get stuck um, and eventually get out to a, a really good wronging from uh, Icky. <laughs> and he's <laughs> Youngie's got halfway down the pitch, and all I've heard is off. Oh, <laughs> He's done me, <laughs> which was was quite interesting. It was, it was quite good. I really, yeah. batted well though, and, and still looks a really good player, youngie. Uh huh. Bags of time, bags of time. Um, st- still don't seem to have sorted that problem out up the top end of the order. They went with Strax there, but th- he didn't last very long. I, d- I think that was an, a, a late call off because I don't think Rob Corner. Rob Corner was meant to be playing in the twos. And he got a um, a late call up, so I'm I'm thinking uh, the keeper must have called off. I don't know quite why that was. Uh, well, look, I think I think that happens, doesn't it? We've we've swapped openers about a few times this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Fergus has opened the last couple of weeks and done pretty well. So you know you're always searching for that kind of ideal combination, really. Um, so it's it's tough and getting to this point in the season where. Some of us, unfortunately, don't have a hell of a lot to play for, so uh-huh. that comes in it as well a little bit, I think. Felt that with Dumfries a little bit last week, once we were kind of in charge in their innings, it, it, it went quick, and, and maybe a little bit like that on Saturday as well for, for the guys in West. It was, you know, we lost a couple of wickets eight, sort of late on, but we were never we were never under any pressure, and we could sort of bat properly and, and just be efficient, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Good, good performance. Better than the last part of the season. I, uh-huh. I, I would have hoped for a better showing from West. I mean, there's a big cup final coming up. Apparently, that's the first cup final that that we've played in for about 17 years. So, um, yeah, you you just. I, I certainly played in the last one you were in, Johnny. <laughs> sure not. I think that's right. I think I'm, I think I'm the only person who plays at the club who's actually won anything, <laughs> and, and that was 20 or 25, maybe. That was 1999, I think, 22 years ago. Uh, Turner's team. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you're pleased with uh, with your outing then. Uh, Icky saw you home with 58 and uh, your young boy got 33. Has he had a good season? Has he been quite pleased with how he's got on this season? He's done okay. He's probably chucked it away a few times. He was, mm-hmm. he was batting quite nicely at press week, chucked it away, did the same last week. So... He's only at 150, which probably bothers him a wee bit. Maybe 250 runs at 30, so he's he's done okay. Yeah, he's kicked on again. Um, I guess it's in a strange way pleasing to do it without away scoring big runs. Yes. The last couple of weeks, you know, you don't want to be a, a one-man team. Um, obviously desperate for a ways to do well, but still, when he fails, it's important that other guys step up. Icky was excellent, batted really nicely. Um... And Nick Martin as well. Nick Nick came in from the tours last week and sort of went better than a run of ball uh, thirty at a time where we had lost a couple of wickets. Yeah, um, just really took the pressure off. Uh-huh. I think he played a bit against uh, Stutz when he was at uni and stuff like that. So right. knows him quite well. So decided the right way to go was to pongo him into the trees. <laughs> a of times. So, He's, I know the. He's got a number of wickets, Doots, but he, he goes for a few, doesn't he? At the top of the charts, he's a leggy. It's going to happen, isn't mm-hmm, it? Plenty mm-hmm. safe for himself, which is yeah. quite like. Okay, good stuff. Um, Fraser, you've joined us. Thanks very much for that. We'll have a, a quick uh, chat with you, Fraser. Um, what about 
your game at Dumfries uh, looked incredibly straightforward for you guys. Did Dumfries not turn up? Um, I would I would say it's easily the best we've played all season. I've been Good. saying all season. People are talking about us winning the league. And I've kind of been thinking all season. I don't honestly think we're playing that brilliantly, but we played really well on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of off to a flyer with the bat and everyone knows if you... You know, if you do get to maybe uh, 50, 60, 70 in the first 10, maybe none or one down, it's, it's, it can be difficult for the field team to claw it back. So, yeah, we got off to quite a quick start and then really consolidated with a good 120 partnership with Sachin and uh, Matt Van Dyck. Um, they bowled really well uh, second half, Dumfries, um, once they found their lengths. And Thank we you back uh, a bit. Yeah, yeah, we kind of stagnated, um, but quite a good sort of last four or five overs because at one stage it really looked like we might struggle to make 250. Um, but we got there and then Donovan Durant batted really well at the end, along uh, with two or three others chipping in. And, um, and, 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 and given the way that Dumfries have played down there, 250 is not a safe total down there. 100%. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because they've got a, uh, two or three decent players in the top four, top five. Um, so. Yeah, that was exactly my thoughts and what I said at half time. If you, you know, this is this has been chased, I think, four times, two fifty plus uh yeah. none home season. So yeah. And what have you got? Three games to go then you've got Sterling next week. Yeah, we are Sterling Sterling away. We've got um Fergus last game of the season and Air 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 second last game of the season at home. Okay. Interesting, interesting. Well, we'll come to air, obviously, in their fantastic game against Grange. Um, but pleased for you guys just to get uh, another win in the column and, and get your batters starting to smoke some runs again. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I think we've bowled probably bowled pretty well uh, most weeks, uh, sometimes not, not there with the new ball. Um, but been pretty happy. Um, fielding's been about an eight, eight or nine out of ten most weeks, but um, mm-hmm. batting's sort of it's definitely the last month. Batting's kind of let us down, so delighted to just uh, rack up some runs. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Really important to get everybody, you know, as confident as possible in that top five when you're going into such important games. In the last three games of the season. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff, good stuff. Uh, so let's uh, have a chat with Mikey. Um, we'll run the rule quickly through Langside, but I think most of us will be wanting to talk about the Grange game. Uh, Langside, a really important game for you because I think had you not won that game, then potentially you're dragged into a dogfight for relegation. And uh, it looked as if Langside were making a decent fist of it and then you've got a couple of crucial wickets and then they just tumbled yeah I, th- yeah, I said last week that um, we we weren't well I personally wasn't too worried about it um, but yeah we, we, we managed to get some runs on the board um, some some good innings uh, Flacky batted really well um, I, I personally struggled quite a lot actually I was pretty slow couldn't really time the ball um, but Managed to get it out and Flacky, Flacky made it quite easy for me. Hamza hit a few at the end and we managed to get up to quite a decent score. And uh, 
I, I was really impressed with with their two openers, Anwar. Everyone kind of knows what Anwar Anwar can can give, but uh-huh. the other boy, Am Ahmed, um, the wicketkeeper, he's a he's a really good player. He came out and hit some hit some pretty good shots and tried to take the game away from us. But we knew we were only one or two wickets away. That's mm-hmm. their batting order is very similar to Sterling in that sense. They're quite top heavy, um, and we knew that if we got one breakthrough, we'd have an end open and. Fortunately, we got two quite quickly, um, even though they were well ahead of the game at that point. And yeah. we, knew, we knew that as soon as we got those two, we were, we were pretty good. I think it's definitely now going to go down for a, a three from two and, and probably just a two from one on the basis that Kelburner are, are probably already already gone. Um, Sterling away, uh, sorry, Sterling home at Prestwick next week and Langside travel to Fergus Lee. Um, Riyadh's not on this evening. And um, you've, just open this up to to everybody. Um, thoughts as to who could it be? Do do we think Sterling or do we think Langside? Oh, I, I think you know said it last week that Sterling too good to get down, possibly. But I think Tweeds was away last week, and and that was obviously a big big blow for them. They're struggling. They're really really struggling. I can't remember the last time Sterling won a game, mm-hmm. but they're dangerous at the same time. You know. These guys, any one of those three can can score a hundred. You know they're more than capable, um, but they're, they're just in the mire, aren't they? They're, they've maybe just got to figure it out again. Yeah, try absolutely. something different. I mean, they've got they've got uh, just looking through. They've got Prestwick at home, then they've got Dumfries at home, and then they've got Air uh, away. So Dumfries. At home might be the one that they might want to to look at, uh, given the fact that Dumfries maybe didn't do as well as they would hope. They don't travel that well, so I guess they might be eyeing up round seventeen, the home game against Dumfries, for one that could. Because I think it'll just take one win for them. Oh, I'm not so sure. No, you think they might have to win two? Ah, they're a win behind at the moment. I think. Maybe I'm wrong, but. Dumfries are a decent side, and, and Jesse Smith hasn't bowled in bowl against us. Don't think he bowled on Saturday. That that's a big miss for them as mm-hmm. well. So um, if he's going to be back bowling, that could sort of spark them again. Um, so the way that so, percentages are working is that they're just a one percent off. But Langside have played fourteen, lost uh, one four, lost ten. Sterling twelve, lost four. Lost eight, rather one four. So I think the way the percentages work is that if they've played fewer games, Aye, so swing, win, yeah. then they'll jump higher than Lang Side. I would have thought. That would make sense. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to have a quick look to see who Lang Side have got in the last. Uh, Lang Side. We're at we're at Lang Side second last week. We're there a week in South. Yeah, sure. you're right. Um, so Langside have got to go to Fergus Lee. You've got to think that Fergus Lee are favourites there. And then they play West at home. West are decent at home. Um, uh, and then you've got to go to the the, the Bunsen um, down there. So I guess they'll be they'll be targeting yourselves in West. I guess for for trying to pick out one one win there. Yeah, we'll have five spinners in the team that week. <laughs> I'm not sure I understand. Good stuff, good stuff. Um, so, Mikey, let's let's just go and uh, have a quick chat about Grange. A bit of weather down there. Um, 
was the game what did you do did you toss and then it when did when did you do the toss when the covers came off yeah, we we actually started warming up uh, we just started warm up at five past 11 10 past 11 and um we'd, we'd been going for about two minutes and it just got a little bit too heavy so we, we kind of halted the the warm-up and then it never really stopped for about an hour and a half two hours wow um, which was frustrating because i was getting sent pictures of the sun in paisley uh-huh. um, and i think it was it was a bit strange but um i just made sure i think i said it before that on on here that the team that it was the Clydesdale game actually the team that's ready to go on and the team that's that knows that they're going to get a game mm-hmm. always starts these games a little bit better and can can start on the front foot. And I think they they possibly turned up thinking that they were just going to turn us over. Yeah. Um, a little bit of weather didn't suit them. Um, and I don't think the pitch, I mean, we thought the pitch was pretty good, but compared to maybe what they used to every week, that was also <laughs> our advantage. Talk. Yeah, it was our advantage that, that it wasn't, it was just enough in it that they couldn't hit right through the line and be as destructive as they maybe can be. So we knew that, but we were going to win the toss and bowl, or we were going to bowl, uh, but they won the toss and batted. So um, uh, we knew the toughest uh, time to bat would be early doors. So I was a little bit surprised at that, but it worked in our favour. And how did they play it? Did they obviously, from from the get-go, everybody knew it was a 30-over game? Yeah, yeah. Um, we I, I thought they would be more destructive than they were. Um, uh-huh. I thought Gowdy might have opened up and norm they just used him as a pinch hitter. They've done that in the past. Yep. So it was pretty good. We we bowled really well, Scotty. It was the best Scotty's bowled all season mm. by a mile. Blackie and Hamza were both brilliant with a new ball. We fielded um we fielded the best as a fielding unit. We fielded um even young wee Mikey Maxwell, who's just turned uh, fifteen. Um, took a great catch then at fine leg to get Flanagan out a real kind of pressure catch yep. um, so it was brilliant for him to stand up and, yeah, and that's really a super like that. um, so I and then once we got a foothold um, getting Grieve, Grievo out early and then we just kind of regularly took wickets because um, there were five down for not very many yeah 50 60 for five maybe uh-huh but, but I, like I, I they, guess in they, that, they it, just keep coming. Yeah, I guess in that thirty over format, you're you're probably just gonna. I mean, how, how do you play that then? Thirty. It's not. It's not twenty, and it's not fifty. I yeah, mean, so you go in I, with the attitude. I, I, well, one of the reasons we wanted to bowl was so that we knew mm-hmm. roughly what we were trying to do. Yeah. I thought they would treat it basically like an extended T twenty T twenty, but I think they were. They, they possibly could have been slightly more aggressive, uh, a little bit more intent, but it's hindsight now, isn't it? Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I know what you mean. It's a little bit of an awkward kind of, an awkward middle, middle kind of, aye, if we said if we can keep them under a runner ball, under 180, we'd have been delighted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it was a, it was a great, uh, it, it was a great performance and yourself, as well, other than the fact that you spooned that catch with two runs to win, you must have been absolutely spitting. Yeah, well, it was it was one to win. Well, one to win. Uh, scores were tied. Um, yeah, I mean, I I think in hindsight, I would just uh, I would just block it out because it uh-huh. was the slowest ball I think I've ever faced in my life. He's a um, he's just has anybody faced other than you? Has anybody faced the boy Pete, the left arm spinner with the wonky action? <laughs> 
No, but we we've are, got a guy in our twos that pulls a bit like him. I used to play for our twos that pulls a bit like him. It's weird. It's really, really weird. It, it's weird that somebody plays at such a high level because he's played 19s. It's weird that he's got as high as he... I mean, clearly he must be able to bowl. But he, he comes on to bowl and you think, what the hell's going on here? It's like they've got some third teamer pitching up. Yeah, but think, clearly he must be able that, to bowl. Yeah, I think that plays to his favour a little bit because he, he is a little bit awkward and just a little bit like... You, yeah, you're just not used to it. He's not a classical left-arm spinner, so... He, he uses that in his favour and you might not see it in the stream but he really varies his point of delivery quite well from really, really flat like Malinga style to uh-huh. right up the top and he can go very wide on the crease because he's got that real big real big lunge. Um, so he's he's quite tricky to face. Guys, guys um, talk about but, trying to play him off the back foot all the time, don't they? Yeah. So yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't really Yeah, he doesn't really rip it. He just, uh, just kind of lets it go. It t- almost turns it with one finger. Yeah, I mean, with that action, he doesn't, he doesn't, he looks as if it's impossible with the action he's got. He doesn't twirl on his, on his front foot, so he's, he's not going to get much loop on the ball, I wouldn't have thought. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And like, I, I think we, we, we knew that if we could get, get a few away early, uh, we would get ahead of the game, but that mm-hmm. never really materialised. Uh, I felt like we just, we just lost wickets at really key points throughout our innings. Mm-hmm. Um, you were six down in the end, I think. Uh, well, we would have been seven down when I got out. Uh-huh. But yeah, yes, even six down. Yeah, chasing one thirty, we, yeah, we shouldn't really be six down. But it was um, nah, like no, nobody cares now. It's no, it's a semi final of a cup, and there's added yeah. pressures that go along with that. Yeah, there is. So, like, I, and a lot of boys haven't haven't been in a situation like that. I mean, a lot of us hadn't even played Premier League cricket. Never mind a Scottish Cup semi. So uh-huh, uh-huh. for us, for us to turn up as underdogs and and beat beat a team like Grange with the quality they've got, um, yeah, it was it was pretty pretty good. And were they cocky? Were they a cocky bunch? The Grange boys. Ah, I mean, have that cocky, sort of yeah. Edinburgh air about them. Yeah, I would say confident. I think they they've <laughs> got. They've, they've got six or seven internationals in their team and basically everyone else has represented Scotland at, at youth level. So right. they're about as high high up an amateur team as you're going to find in the country. Uh-huh. Um, so I, it's, and it's when you're bowling, you, they just keep coming. I mean, you've got Preston coming into bat at eight, who wow. was captain in Scotland back uh-huh. three, five years ago. So yep. Yep. You, you never you never feel like you're you're ahead of the game when, when they're batting, um, which just shows the the amount of ability that they've got and the depth that they've got that like we we were just better on the day um and pretty pretty buzzing we had a pretty good party last night and did they stay around for a few jars or were they uh, uh yeah they they had to shoot um i bet they did <laughs> yeah there's a mumblings i think they they got a coach down so i don't know if they were under time pressure for that All right um but nah, um but i i know i'm i'm quite close with quite a few of the boys at Grange and yes. it's, a, it's a really competitive game uh-huh. we, we went hard at them like we, we do and they came hard at us um, I wouldn't say there was any there wasn't any hard feelings about it at all I think the, it's a bit of a long trek from from Edinburgh to yeah, Air as well sure. the game finishes at 8 o'clock or whatever uh-huh. and then you've got four for sure whereabouts is that through in Edinburgh I guess yeah that's at Golden Acre wonderful yeah, so you'll so be taking a few buses, will you? 
Yeah, that's the plan, yeah. And I think the bus the bus uh, confirmation sheets already come out in the group chat and there's people already booking in, so I think it should be it should be pretty good. I've spoken to a few boys at Force, and of course with them as well, Wally, and um, they said that they're probably going to be hoping to bring quite a few buses down as well. I think they're quite a well-supported club. Yeah, well, I mean, the semi-final up there looked as if there was a fair number of people watching yeah. their semi-final. Yeah, it looked like a Fergus League game. Yeah, it did, didn't it? Yeah. And then you've you've I, I trust you've already booked the open top bus, have you? <laughs> um, nah, we'll maybe have to get one of them around Alloway. <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. Um, Flanners, uh, we've kept you on. Uh, sorry for keeping you as long as it has. We've got about ten minutes, so that'll be fine to deal with that. So uh, the last time we spoke, um, you couldn't score a run for Toffee, and and now you're absolutely belting the ball. And that's coincided with a pretty good run from the team, which now means I think you're you're placed third with, yeah, uh, with still a game against Steny to play. Yeah, we're sitting what are we eighty five point two three percent, so we're a percent behind Greenock. So Greenock beat Steny last last week, the week before. Yep. Um, which kind of opened up the league a little bit, although I think actually it makes it harder for us. Because I think so. our running is ridiculously tough. Like we have the Ayrshire Derby with Irvin next week, this Saturday coming. Yep. Irvin are sitting fifth, doing well. Then we have Steny, obviously, who is sitting top. Mm-hmm. And then we finish with Drumps, who are fourth, um, who are a very good side. So it's it's interesting to see how it goes. Um, but we've, we've been playing really well as a team. Um, our professional had to go home a few weeks ago due to a family bereavement. So oh, we picked up three wins on the balance with a real team, team um, different people stepping up with a bat, which is yep. really good. Uh, like Mania, a 66 not out against Hill, Hillhead, East Kilbride, I think we hit 267. And then I think we scaled them for 68. Yep. And uh, with Tom McFadden picking up seven. And then we beat Pollock just this weekend. That's where I got... Zero, by the way, um, <laughs> two ball duck, and um, the again, Ben, our overseas amateur, did really well holding the innings together of 44. And Nas Khan, who'd hit 87 against East Kilbride, hit a nice 30, and he, lo- yeah. he loves to clear the fence. So, for us, we're in a good place. Um, you've got to win all were, three, though, eh? Yeah, if we were to get promoted with this running, I think we'd have deserved it. Uh-huh. Um, however. Stenhouse Muir, I mean, they would have got, been going for that unbeaten season, so they'll be disappointed because I think Rousseau's nearly got a thousand runs already. Yeah. yeah. And Grant has picked up uh, 45 wickets already, so those two are, are flying for Stenny. Um, but what all we can do is push and keep trying to win um, and hope Greenock maybe slip up there. I have. think Greenock have got to slip up because you've both played the same amount of games and you're still five points behind. So yeah. you, you've got, I guess you've got to win all three and they've got to slip up at some stage. Um, yeah. Say that your, uh, your run-in is, is quite tough. I'm just scrolling down to see who they, they've got. They've got Renfrew, who yeah. are probably just safe. Um, and then GHK and Hillhead. GHK gave Steny a, a slight run for their money the other uh-huh. day. And I think they picked up six wickets and they need to win. GHK, I'm just looking at their running, have Drumps, Greenock, and then Renfrew. 
they probably need to win two games to stay up. Yeah. Um, so you never know. Green are very heavily reliant on their two overseas two amateurs yeah. Yeah. for runs and wickets. So you never, never know. Trumpelia are probably just out of it, um, but they have a, a decent run in mm-hmm. apart from playing us at the end. Yeah. If they win those two and ourselves and Greenock mess up, maybe they could slip in. Um, so we'll, we'll open it out to the floor. Guys, Michael and Brian, you're still on. Uh, I don't know if you've you've looked into much of the first division stuff. Steny looked as if or looked for most of the season as if you know they were an absolute shoe-in, dropped a game, but it's hell of a tight up there at the top, and you're looking at a, a prem of, of uh two from three. Um, I, I think Greenock are probably in the box seat given the fact that they've got an easier run in. Um a surprise, you guys, you obviously would have played against Greenock last year. I mean, they look as if they're going to bounce back, possibly. Um, I think Greenock, the, the chat as they are really, really reliant on those mm-hmm. two Aussies. Um, they lost heavily at, at Drumps at the weekend. We, we see a lot of Drumps and quite a bit of Steny with the West League Cup games. Steny pros a real, real good player. Um, Callum Grant is a top young kicker as well. Um, he... I think he's averaging 40 or 50, maybe even higher with the bat, you know, he's mm. over 300 runs as well as the wickets, so he's he's doing really well, um, and I think I think they're a, a sure to come up, to be perfectly mm-hmm. honest with you, um, and deserve it. Um, the Trumps might have something to say about it, you know, never, you know, they've, they seem to have come in a bit of form, Graham McLaren's back playing for them. I saw that. Um, real good player again, so it's very interesting, I, I think Maybe harsh, but I think of the three teams, Trumps, Greenock and uh, your own team, Kilmarnock, I think arguably Greenock are the poorer team, you know, with a better amateurs, I guess. Mm-hmm. Aye. So maybe maybe you would rather see them not come up. I don't know. Yeah. But good club, Greenock, you know, real good club, good place to play. And what about the, what about the relegation? That this is just horrendous. Pollock down against the dead men, GHK and East Kilbride. I mean, East Kilbride, Pollock were were up there. I mean, Pollock I think finished six about two seasons ago. In the, the an eighteen, an eighteen first division next year as well, which is just uh-huh. like it's no, there's no perfect way of doing it. I'm just a big fan of a big straightforward pyramid system that teams and guys would find their own level. Really tough for the. WDC at the moment, but I wouldn't fancy an eight-team league if I'm honest. So what are we doing yeah. then? Is it is it eight, eight, and eight? It's ten, no, no, ten, 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 eight. ten, eight, and eight. Ten, eight, yeah. and eight, and then another another structure on the other side. Oh yeah, for ten, the eight, seconds. Eight. Yeah, yeah. Seems a bit convoluted for me. Wow. So, a, so I was going to say there's a massive game this weekend. Pollock play East Kilbride. So I think if East Kilbride win that game, they are they are safe. Um, yes. They'll have done enough with the games they've played. But the team that has the heart at GHK have a run-in of Drumpelia, Greenock and Renfrew, which is ridiculously tough. And even Renfrew's running is probably one of the better ones for them to make sure they're totally safe. But they have Pollock and GHK. But Pollock need to get points out of East Cabride and Renfrew. And they, we played them on Saturday and they were... They weren't that great batting wise in particular. They looked pretty fragile. 
Hey, Flanners, you've done your homework. I'm very impressed. Oh, hey, I've got, a, I've got a big sheet here. I'll tell you what, you might you 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 can co-host with me next week. <laughs> it's it's when you ask questions about the Premier League, my list isn't as good because I just have to like um, phrase the Asia teams, and then Brian's obviously on every week, so I know they're doing where they kind of sit. Um, no, I've only I've not been on every week. Believe me. <laughs> I'd, I'd like you to have a look at my draw, my uh, scribblings, but th- there's very few scribblings. <laughs> I haven't really done much. <laughs> but what we would like to say, like from Kilmarnock, is massive congratulations to uh, what Mikey and yes. I have done. Like that's that's huge, and it just it keeps showing um, where um, the West West cricket in the West is. Because in the old days, it kind of looked like it was just an East East East. And I think was it Prestwick or Fergus Lee who won one of the. T- Finals once in the uh, the league head to head. It's just brilliant to see because yeah. they do have they have better pitches. The pitches are brilliant because it's drier. It's hard to be a batter yeah. on this side of the, the country. So brilliant. Well done, Mikey. Thanks, mate. Absolutely, Cheers. Mikey. Great stuff. It's a great day. Um, Thank you. I think Hoffy was tweeting about it yesterday. He was watching the telly in the house and started tweeting some commentary and stuff during the game from the club account of course he loves it doesn't he I think everybody's delighted for him and any of your boys played Mike any of your boys played in the cup final before no, it's, no, not a Scottish cup final we no. the last time Ayr were in a Scottish cup final I think was 99 that's um, oh, that was against West won. Yeah, yeah, and then I think I think it's only the third time in the history of the club for like 140 years. I think that is that right? It. So, oh, yeah, fantastic! It's, it's pretty big. Uh, it's, I mean, it's you know, it's it's such a hard thing to do, just being being a cup competition, and yes. and well, well, it's well, you're always going to get good teams. Mm-hmm. Um, we we we're delighted. Like that. I mean, I appreciate appreciate all the the, the comments, but. We've beaten three Premier League teams yeah, in the good. West and then James in the East as well. Ben's beat some good teams in the way there, Mikey. Yeah, yeah we did, uh, particularly the last round. Uh. Okay, <laughs> guys, I'm, I'm going to wrap it up there and we'll catch up with you next week. Um, Flanners, I, I think we might have you on next week, so uh, make sure you keep doing all of that... Uh, the, all, 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 all the work behind the scenes. Hopefully speaking to you will get me... One, two, three, four, five. Everybody in the car, so come on, let's ride to the liquor store around the corner. The boys say they want some gin and juice, but I really don't wanna.